Hello and welcome to the third episode of We Are Immortal, the unofficial podcast for Diablo Immortal. I am your host today, DP0427, and with me we have Ogre Barbarian and the Montavo. So if you guys were listening to our second podcast, which was hosted by Hate Mail, uh, you may have noticed that he said that we would have a bit of a discussion or debate between Ogre and the Montavo at the end of that episode. He actually forgot to put that in. <laughs> so we're going to put that in for you. This time around. So getting right into it, we are going to be discussing Diablo Immortal in general, mainly between Ogre and uh, the Montabo. These guys are friends in real life and they had uh, a lot of things to say and they had differing opinions about it. So let's go right into it. So the first topic uh, that we're going to talk about is in terms of demographics and who this game is intended for. So I'm going to kick this off with Ogre. What do you think? All right. So to me... The demographic that they're, you know, catering to with this game are people like myself, you know, parents who may have grown up with playing Diablo who don't have a lot of time anymore, or if they do get some time, they don't necessarily have access to their computer, uh, you know, stuff like that. That's the kind of player that they're kind of catering to in this instance, I think. And then also at the same time, you're also trying to get in as many new players as possible. And I think that being mobile, you're going to hit parts of the market that you otherwise would not have hit before. And I think that was actually a really smart move. But I think at the end of the day, we're going to figure out, you know, whether or not that's the case. All right. What do you think about the demographics then? Demographically speaking, is that it's five years too late. And what I mean by five years too late is literally the mobile market right now is so toxic and it's so bad. Like good games are so far and few apart. Mostly you get nothing but like highly monetized things that just they try so hard to get into your wallet. Like this is going to be another one because the big problem with this game is that if you go on on Blizzard's uh, response to what they said about the whole, oh, we're working with NetEase, they're not doing it for us. Their response specifically states that, you know, they're they're redoing like they have their their visual team on it and they're working on the visual look of it and on the visual feel of it. everything they reference in that is all in part to just the visual something that you would take part in on a reskin so it's still coming off like a reskin and not an actual from the ground up blizzard diablo on your phone and netease's games are all pay to win and they all want your money so bad activision wants your money so bad in this want your money so bad and yeah people are gonna play it and yeah it's easier warning saltiness detected but it's just the market is so toxic for it that faith in it unfortunately and i mean you have a phone like i have a phone but my battery sucks like i can probably play all of five minutes on it before my battery is dead so technically no i don't have a phone and in order to play this game the way it's meant to be i'd have to spend eight hundred dollars to buy a new phone you, you bring up uh, interesting points, but uh, that's getting a bit salty for me. So let's move on from that, because you were mentioning a lot of things in terms of having a phone or not having a phone, probably referring to a lot of the reactions and announcements at BlizzCon. So let's get into that then. In terms of the announcements at BlizzCon, a lot of people feel that this is a bit of a, maybe a slap in the face or maybe a sort of a bait-and-switch type of tactic. I guess uh, we'll start it with uh, you this time, uh, the Montavo. What do you think about that i think they botched the announcement pretty bad like it's a mobile phone game at a pc convention 
like there are better ways to do this that's why you do this at like e3 or you do this at any other gaming convention in the world or you do it in the eastern part of the world where where this kind of game is is uh super duper regular and makes a lot of money and when you do it at blizzcon as the headliner like it's just bad sandwich like on the outside it looks gonna be really really good and you're gonna you're gonna bite in and it's gonna be like mm, ham cheese all this kind of stuff and it's kind of just like a bread sandwich and it's like uh this is boring and plain i don't know it, it was so mishandled if you watch the announcement the whole like sparse clapping kind of thing where it's like oh yeah and then it was like clap warning saltiness detected it's just so awkward and i feel so bad for for wyatt yeah i know what you mean so that's an interesting point of view, considering you, you, you basically were talking about the fans reacting and how Wyatt would feel if you were in his shoes. Ogre, how do you feel about the announcement at BlizzCon? Whether or not it was the right place to do it, I don't know. I think a simple little thing as, hey, we're making Diablo 4, don't worry, it'll happen in the next you know five to ten years, would have been enough possibly to actually make Diablo Immortal received well. And this is just, you know, a holdover for you guys. Don't worry, we're getting to you. If that had been the case, I think it would have been a little different. But I think using Diablo Immortal as the headliner would have been fine. But it definitely did play to the wrong part of the market. Because it's definitely the fans at BlizzCon were not there for a mobile game. Exactly how uh, Montavo was saying. And on as far as how Wyatt Chang, like you can see it in his eyes as he's announcing this. And as he starts going through the Q&A. You can see his like dread and fear and pain that is happening as the fans are tearing into him. And like as a content creator, I can appreciate what he's going through. It's like you put all this effort, you put all this time and, you know, resource into creating this product and then you put it out there and then the fans are just like, nope, punt. And you're just like, ah, I'm a graphic designer, so I know what it's like to put your artwork out there. And more often than not, when, you know, I get a client and I spend so many hours with them and do go through all the changes and everything like that. And then like I present to them my, my version of, of, the, of the work. Like here, here's the baby I worked on for the last 40 hours. And they're like, no, it's garbage. And then they, they punt the baby and then you just die inside. And like you could see it on his face. He just died inside. And I felt so bad for him. And, and if any of the fans are listening who are like sending death threats and stuff like that to the staff, don't do that, guys. Like, it's not their fault. Like, these decisions were made by guys in suits so high up that they're beyond your reach in Twitter. With it, they're just doing their job. So leave those guys like alone. Like, they, they don't deserve the hate. Alrighty, that's fair enough. Yeah, please, please be civil. So, in terms of the the next question to look at here is looking at Diablo in terms of where we're going with a mobile market. What are your expectations in terms of, let's say? microtransactions and their affiliation with NetEase because there's a lot of criticism. First of all, Activision is very known for their microtransactions and NetEase apparently through a lot of their games in the mobile uh, sphere, they're widely known for their play-to-win style of games. Now, a lot of people are fearing that Diablo may be going down both the road of uh, tons of microtransactions a la Activision and it may become a play-to-win style game like all the other NetEase games. So, uh, Ogre, what do you think about that? Well, okay. So, this is me being hopeful. I'm really hoping that these quote-unquote microtransactions that we know are going to be in the game, there's no way around that. I'm hopeful that they're just cosmetic and they don't actually have an impact on your player experience or your progress or anything like that. I'm really hoping that's the case. Are they going to possibly do an instant 80 level or whatever, you know, 
for your character, maybe, but I'm just hopeful that's not right away. It's one of those things that I really do do hope that the transactions are mostly cosmetic based and not actually affect the experience of the game. All righty. Dimantava, what do you think? Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to try to shorten this down because I made a bunch of notes on why I hate this 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 thing right here. Okay, so before before I even start, I want to ask I want to ask Logar a question here, real quick. So on mobile, and like you guys all said, mobile is famous for all its microtransactions. So buy the game, and it's not free. Like you have you have there's an initial investment of money transactions. Like thing about it is, is everyone saying like, oh, it's on mobile, so it's going to be cheaper and it's easier for people to play. But what if like what if the game is like forty bucks, like out the door? Like what if it's an expensive ass phone game microtransactions? Like, what would you think about that? I really don't think it needs it. I don't think if they put a price point, an initial price point on this game, it it can't be forty dollars. There's no way. It the most they could do for that would be like fifteen to twenty dollars. I think. I don't see how anybody's gonna even try to even play it at forty dollars. It's just it's it's Activision, and that's what scares me about it. Like. Is a horrible company when it comes to this stuff. I mean, they they patented a system to rig like uh, to rig your games, basically to to rig your matchups in, in Call of Duty in order to frustrate players, so that they'll spend money so they can get the upgrades. Activision made the uh, the auction house in, in Diablo three, which ruined that game at launch. Everyone will say that the the fact that whenever a, a legendary item dropped, so levels rising. It was never for your character, so it forced you to go to the auction house to sell that off and to buy the ones for you. Like it, it absolutely forced and it imbalanced the game. In fact, the game had to be completely rebalanced once the auction house was removed. Ones who remastered the Call of Duty franchise, the Modern Warfare, and then added loot boxes to it. They're the same company that did uh, Black Ops, the new Black Ops, which launched without microtransactions. So all the reviews would come out without microtransactions. And then what did they do last week? They added in microtransactions. Like they're they're a so thirsty and greedy company that the microtransactions for this game are gonna be off the, like off the charts. They're gonna be like, oh, do you want those boots? Five dollars. Do you want that sword? Five more dollars. Change the name of your character? Fifteen dollars. Like it's they're gonna nickel and dime the sh out of the crap out of everybody. Warning, soul levels critical. Yeah, this is uh, this is getting real salty here. <laughs> but, uh... I, 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 I don't, I don't want to come off as like, oh, that guy's just hating. He's a mean and old guy. Like, I, I love Diablo. I grew up playing Diablo. I played every single Diablo more for more hours than I probably should have. And, and I love Diablo. And that's why I'm super duper protective of it. Like, I just, I don't want them to just ruin it. I completely get where you're coming from. And I think that uh, in my point of view, I'm probably going to be going into Diablo as a completely free-to-play player. And I hope that I can actually enjoy a Diablo experience as they've been advertising it to us uh, as a free-to-play player. And I can still reasonably complete uh, compete with play-to-win players in that sense, right? Players who don't mind spending a couple of bucks here and there to get to that level. But it would be pretty sad for me as a player who just wants to play for fun and for free and not be able to compete um, at a reasonable level. I don't expect to be at the highest level, obviously, as someone who's dishing out a lot of money. But then again, I don't want to be really stranded. So that's kind of where I stand. It's actually a really good qu- like point to bring up. Um, I didn't even think about it until you just literally said it. Like, the other Diablos, they're kind of drop-in, drop-out multiplayer kind of stuff like that. 
So there's going to be a clear like difference in, in your guys' abilities and, and, and stats and all that kind of stuff like that. How is that going to work out for like matchmaking? Like one OP tank guy who's just literally going to carry the party because he spent a hundred bucks on it and everyone else is kind of just like fish that swim next to like whale sharks and pick up the scraps kind of thing. That could be a good thing though, if you think about it. Now this, this harkens back to a day like, for example, Diablo 2, Lord of Destruction, where people would be, get carried through like hell, hell runs of like bail runs, for example, with really, really low characters. And you'd have one guy, like a like a, a paladin with Enigma rune, just teleport all the way to Bale, carry everybody there, just defeat everyone, everyone just like power level. You know what I mean? So that could be a good thing in, in another way if you had someone to sort of basically, you know, carry you, mule you through a whole level. I, I remember those days, but like my big fear would be that like in, in those levels of the game, tier enemies are just so strong that they're just going to one-shot every member of the party who doesn't have the legendary gear to to tank a hit or two and, and through a Diablo game without ever being hit. Like, you just, you get swarmed at one point and somebody's going to hit you. And if you don't have the gear to tank it, you're just, you're done with players. And those frustrated players are going to look at their debit card and be like, five bucks and I can get through this. Like, maybe I'll do that five bucks. And then, you know, Another level's going to come, and it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Now, uh, Ogre, do you have anything to add on that before we move on? Like I said, I'm really hopeful that that's not the case, but it also, like, it's yet to be seen. Uh, I'm also, I really hope there's no matchmaking, because I'm hoping there's not really a PvP, and if there is, it's more of a 1v1 kind of thing, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's hard to say without knowing what the actual game entails, because what we got to see so far is very, very small. So... It'll be hard to say. Alrighty. So I guess with that, we'll wrap up that part of the debate. Diablo News. Moving on, let's get into some news for this week. So thanks to Hate Mail, we have a couple of topics that he posted up for us. The first one was from uh, ubergizmo.com. And the title of the article was Diablo Immortals Trailer Has the Third Highest YouTube Dislike Percentage. So just to summarize what uh, this article is about. So it says, fans feel cheated uh, with the announcement of a mobile title versus Diablo 4. And it has the third highest dislike percentage being 23,000 likes versus about 612,000 dislikes at the time of this article. Now, currently, the most disliked game video uh, on YouTube for 2018, and it's now being November, it's probably going to win that uh, title, considering it's very unlikely in one month there's going to be another video to, uh, to to displace it, and then they also compared this to, for example, Call of Duty Infinite War, uh, which went on quite well despite its poor initial reactions to uh, its launch videos. So that being said, with all this um, talk around the the YouTube dislikes, what do you guys think of that? So let's start with uh, the Montavo. Uh, so I deserve this, like. They were caught, you know, re-uploading the video to lower the likes and stuff like that. They've been deleting and monitoring the comments. I 100% deserve this. And, like, in reference to the whole um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare thing and how that kind of went over, Call of Duty, you know, Call of Duty's going to make money. You release a Call of Duty, you're going to make a billion dollars. Blizzard released Diablo, they're going to make a billion dollars. To that, a lot of people are kind of defending them and being like, oh, why are all you gamers getting so heated? Like, you guys are being entitled. So levels rising. Um, there's a YouTuber. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he said it better than I ever could. And, and so I'm going to try to break down this 20 minute video and all of. So he, he had basically said that like 
friend, like imagine you have a friend who paints and then, you know, he paints these things and, and you love his artwork and he's your best friend and he does these paintings and it's awesome. He, he paints your favorite thing. Let's say he paints you something about Diablo. And so your friend comes and tells you, hey, I'm going to do a gallery and it's going to be dedicated to all the stuff that I paint that you love. Everything you love that I make, it's all going to be shown in that gallery. And to top it off, your favoriteest thing is going to be the headliner of my gallery. So I want you to come and check it out. And then so you go to your friend's gallery and he shows you this painting. And it's it's not a painting. It's it's a bunch of rocks super glued to styrofoam. It's it's not what you wanted anywhere near to what it should be. And then you get mad at your friend because your friend wants to sell you this. He wants you to pay in order to see this. this. And, and, and so you have a reaction because your best friend just hurt you. Like, why would you do this to me? You're my friend. And, and your friend now gets mad that you're mad at him. So it makes it even worse. So like Blizzard is that friend where I know Blizzard is a company. They're, they're, Blizzard is not your friend. Blizzard is a billion dollar corporation. They're not going to come to your house for Thanksgiving. They're not your friend. They don't care if you're sick. Blizzard did cultivate this whole friendship thing. Blizzard's the whole like, yeah, we go to shirt, we go to school and we go to work in t-shirts. We play Mario Kart on the weekends and, and we're cool. Just like you guys, you guys like, like we're, we, you guys like us, right? We like you too. spend your money on our shirts, spend your money on our games, buy another loot box because we're friends. It's just $5. We're your friends. And then when they betray us, we're hurt as if a friend hurt us. And the fact that they get mad at us for feeling this way it is dumb. It's just, it's outright dumb. I mean, it is this aura of like, you know, we're a close knit family. And, and then all of a sudden when someone in that family gets mad, all of a sudden they're mad at us and, and they have no right to be, unfortunately. That's a good point of view. All right, Ogre, what do you think about the, the reaction to the dislikes on the video? First off, the whole thing was just a fiasco. I don't think anybody is actually in the right in this one. Blizzard clearly is in the wrong if they're re-uploading and manipulating things like that. I also think the fans are not in the right either because of the way they're reacting. They're, as we've said, literally people death threats are being sent to the development team. Like, this is not right. This entire situation is entirely assault mine at this point on both sides. And I, there is no right among either of them. So I can't... Warning. Soil level is critical. <laughs> what was that? All right. The only, th the one thing I guess uh, I'll ask you again, um, Ogre, is about Call of Duty and the Infinite Warfare argument that Infinite Warfare had uh, a very poor reception at the beginning, and but it, it did go on to do quite well. And as the Montavo said, that it won't really affect Diablo in the same vein uh, going down. So, what do you think? Well, I, I think that's partially true. At least, I mean. It's Diablo. People will play it. But at the same time, I think that the dislikes and all of that are partially being forced because people are literally not even giving it a chance yet. They haven't seen what it is. They don't know what it's about. We're speculating. We don't know what is coming. Uh, so it is hard to say that they're either right or wrong because we don't know. So, I mean, the same thing with Infinite Warfare is that Nobody had played the game, they reacted, and then they played the game, and they're like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then, for whatever reason, I don't know. It's hard to say. Alrighty. So, do um, you guys have any uh, other last thoughts before we move on to the next topic? Uh, the whole like, thing that Ogre was kind of picking on was, like, people were reacting to the Infinite Warfare to the theme of it. Like, it, 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 you, knew a, you knew what you're getting when you get a Call of Duty. You're getting a first-person shooter, and, and it's going to be all streamlined and, and pretty-looking. 
people were reacting to the theme. They didn't like the space idea. They didn't like, you know, the lasers. They didn't like the loadouts and stuff like that. That's what people were disliking. They weren't necessarily disliking the game. Just like this one right here, people are disliking the, their, their approach to it and not necessarily Diablo. I, everyone is still going to play the game, unfortunately, and it's going to like encourage them to do this. And I hope they do, because there are some of their games that I think would be awesome on mobile. It's just it's so cynical the way it is right now. So uh, I guess we'll we'll wrap things up for that article there, and then we'll go on to the last article for tonight. Let's see here. This one's from Mashable, and the article is titled, Blizzard is interested in bringing all of its franchises to mobile. So I'm going to summarize this article up real quick. So uh, Blizzard founder uh, confirmed that uh, they're interested in making other titles uh, mobile games, so some of their other IPs, for example, StarCraft, WarCraft, and so on and so forth. Uh, references to Diablo Immortal being uh, similar in style but unlinked to other games uh, in the franchise of Diablo. So they're saying that it is uh, taking a step in a new direction in that sense. They also go on to say that um, there are other games like Hearthstone, for example, uh, being a different take on WarCraft. Imagine if they made uh, a card version, a card game version of StarCraft. It's something to think about. Then he, they go on to talk about, so the founder goes on to talk about their expectations for there to be cross-play and cross-progression between mobile and non-mobile versions of a game in the future, for example. So maybe uh, they would expand on the world of Diablo Immortal with a PC add-on to it that would be able, maybe it's not exactly a, a complete PC port, but maybe it's a new game altogether, right? They also talk about, see, Blizzard making games across many platforms throughout history and uh, mobile games is basically another special platform to take advantage of. So another thing to, to address, for example, maybe some of you guys might know uh, what I'm referring to when I talk about StarCraft 64. <laughs> you guys, do you guys know what I'm talking about there? Oh, <laughs> uh, I do. Yeah. So you can imagine uh, having a port of a, a basically strictly P, uh, PC RTS game to N64. <laughs> it was, it, it's as awkward as it sounds. <laughs> but anyways, um, then in the rest of the article goes on to say that it's clear that um, they're not done with non-mobile games and other teams are still working on other games. But they, but they have also mentioned in other articles where Diablo, uh, Diablo Immortal is taking up a lot of their primary developers for now. And then also they say that um, their developers reflect their own audience as they themselves are mixed between PC and mobile gaming. They basically say that they wanted to create a Diablo experience that you could hold in your hand. And they even name dropped directors that are work that for, for games like uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, Heroes of the Storm, StarCraft, um, that are also working on quote-unquote new projects. So they didn't specifically say that there is, for example, a StarCraft card game in the works or something like that, or a World of Warcraft mobile game coming. But what did this? what is this sort of announcement, this article, tell you guys? So I guess we'll start with Ogre. Okay, so the one main thing that I took out of that article was they want to port everything over, which I'm actually really excited about that, honestly. I don't get an opportunity to play those kind of games, you know, that are just PC-based. So I'm excited to see WoW on mobile. I'm, a, I'm excited to see World of StarCraft on mobile or a StarCraft card game or whatever. I don't care. I, I love what Blizzard does, and I do want to see a mobile title. 
Like I understand that people aren't going to necessarily be happy about it, but I am. I'm excited about it. So, Montava, what do you think about that? Uh, kind of mixed feelings on that, actually. Well, you know, because <laughs> I played StarCraft 64 and the controls are just bad. Like a lot of Blizzard's games, their controls are so complex that you need a keyboard and you need a mouse to really, really good control over what you're doing. But if it was an offshoot of like StarCraft, like say, you know, oh, uh, it's like a Jim Rayner prequel story where Jim Rayner is in the, in the army and stuff like that, a small unit, that could work. That could be actually pretty interesting. But a dumbed down version of, of StarCraft 2, I'm not really interested in. I think it's too complex for the mobile phones. And I think it's kind of funny how at BlizzCon, Blizzard was like, we have no intentions to bring this game to PC. It's mobile exclusive. Everything hits the fan. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, we're getting, you know, maybe, maybe it's going to come over. Warning, range, you now. At last, I am free. 